a focus summary of chapters 9 and 10 of Shane. After Shane's fight with Chris, a period of peace again settles over the valley. Fletcher and his men stop annoying the homesteaders and focus instead on preparing for the new cattle. Nevertheless, Shane and Joe remain watchful. They never separate from each other, and Joe always wears his gun. He tries to get Shane to do the same, but accepts his decision respectfully when he declines. Suddenly, in the midst of the cool beauty of fall, violence flares again. One day, Joe, Marion, Bob, and Shane go into town so they can get supplies at Grafton's, and so Joe and Marion can meet with Bob's teacher. When they go into the meeting, Shane goes into the saloon. Bob follows him to the entrance and watches from there. While Shane savors his drink at the bar, Bob sees Red Marlin peek in through the swinging doors. Shane sees him too, but he doesn't see that there are other men behind him. Bob calls out a warning, but too late. Morgan, Red Marlin, and three other men come in and fan out to block the exit. Bob tries to get Shane to go out the back way, but Shane says with a smile, running his fingers through Bob's hair, Bobby boy, would you have me run away? Bob relents, feeling a surge of love and pride, because he knows he is right. Shane defends himself admirably against his attackers, flowing in action so swift you could hardly believe what was happening. But he is outnumbered, and at one point two men catch and hold him, and Morgan hits him over the head with a bottle and flings a punch in his face. As Morgan pulls back for another blow, Joe appears in the doorway. He appears to Bob big and terrible, and he is shaking with a fury beyond endurance. He hurdles first Morgan and then Chris clear across the room, his great muscles nodding and bulging. Shane, too, explodes into action, and Bob sees that he is laughing. Quote, In the joy of being alive and released from long discipline and answering the urge in mind and body. Unquote. When Joe goes after Morgan, Shane tells him Morgan is his, and Joe steps aside. He turns to Marion and tells her to leave, saying this is no sight for a woman, but she says she will stay and see it through. And despite his superior size and bulk and his reputation as a bullying fighter, Morgan falls to Shane. In the hush that follows, Shane looks over at the Starrett family, and it seems to Bob that it hurts him to see them there. During the fight, Shane had seemed tireless and indestructible but now they can see how battered and bloody he is. Mr. Weir clucks sympathy and makes a move to help him, but Shane's eyes blaze refusal, and he goes to the starrettes. When Joe puts out his big arm to reach for Shane's shoulders, Shane says, All right, Joe. And Joe carries him out like he does Bob when he is too tired to make his own way to bed. On his way out, Joe tells Grafton to put the damage on his bill but Mr. Weir interrupts to assert that he and the townspeople should take responsibility for the costs for letting Shane stand up for them all alone. Joe thanks him, but he insists that he is paying, or rather, he and Shane. They climb in the wagon and head home. On the way, they ask each other about the fight, and Marion chimes in with details of her own, 
her eyes shining. When they arrive, Joe shoes them away while he unhitches the team, and Marion tends to Shane's wounds. While it pains him, it appears to Bob that it pains her more. When Joe comes in, it is his turn. At first she says she will mend his torn shirt, but then she declares that they will keep it as is, to remember the night by. She glowingly praises each of them, and then says, Did ever a woman have two such men? Afterward, she falls into a chair and cries. Shane rises, puts a hand gently on her head, and then walks out the door and into the night. When she looks up at Joe and wipes away her tears, he says, Do you think I don't know, Marion? He speaks comfortingly to her, telling her everything will be all right, and saying, I'm man enough to know it better when his trail meets mine. She tells Joe to hold her and not let go.